0: Hello and welcome to the Never Judge Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Locklear, and this is Episode 7, entitled, Karma is a Bitch. You've heard that before. Who would have thought, though, that I had so much to say? Episode 7 already. This has been fun. I've certainly enjoyed it. My original intent is to have video interviews. I can't do video just yet. I've still got these crazy glasses on that one side looks like I'm looking out of a shower stall. I just wouldn't be right for video at this point. In the near future, I'm going to want to start doing some interviews and just normal everyday people. That's who I'm interested in. And I want to interview you. I have a video version of the podcast with interviews, and I think that'll be fun and I'm certainly looking forward to that. Just to make sure you listen to the end, I'm going to tell you that if you would like to have... $1 million disposable income in your bank account, then I'm going to show you how to get that, and that is a biblical principle. You say, Craig, I never heard that in Sunday school. Well, I'm going to share with you some truths from the Word and talk about how we can accomplish some amazing things in our life if we do it correctly. All of us has a will for our life, everybody, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. God has a plan for your life. Now, if you're a non-believer, the first part of the plan is that you become a believer because he said that he came that none should perish. And certainly he wants you to be part of his group. Jesus uh, wants you to believe by faith in him. And that's the first step in his will. But he has a will for all of our lives that he wants us to accomplish the things in life that we need to accomplish. Your will and gifts and abilities may be different than mine, but we all have something. And we can all use natural laws that God set up in order to accomplish some amazing things in life. Now, we have free will. We can choose not to follow God's path, God's direction for our life, or we can choose to follow God's plan and direction for our life and do what he wants us to Probably the most common question that I've ever received, and I got this more than anything, how do I know I'm in God's will? particularly when you're making those big decisions. Now, I've never been one to believe that God micromanages our lives and we have to check with him every time we go to the store and get a loaf of bread or he tells us or guides us in every step in our life. I don't believe that. I believe we have free will and the ability to choose what we do, whether in his will or out of his will. When someone is gonna take a new job or make an investment or make a big purchase, Purchase or go after someone in a relationship. If you're a believer, you want to know, am I going down the right path? Oftentimes, if you go down the wrong path, you crash and burn, and it ends up not being what you expected it to be, and it's not part of that abundant life that Jesus has for you. It usually doesn't end well. So people want to know, and I want to tell you how you can know. I thought about this, prayed about this years ago to try to give people an answer since it was such a common question. And the answer is, is simply you ask God you just simply say when you're making that big decision Tell me, Lord, am I doing the right thing here? Way too often in my life, i omit that step and simply not ask. And that would cause problems for me. Is this right? Because sometimes we see that good looking woman and we just jump in the truck and run 90 miles an hour in that direction and never take the time to say, hey, Lord, is this the right one? And it ends up in a crash and burn. So what we have to do is ask him and then listen for the answer. He's not going to burn a bush. He's not going to scribe it on a tablet. He's not going to give you an audible voice in your head that says, no, don't do it. But... If you pray and ask God for the right direction, if this decision is right for you, there's no way you can move in that direction and have peace. There will be anxiety, there'll be issues come up, and you will know that that's not the right direction. The quicker you pray about the decision that you're making, the quicker you're going to get this result from the Lord, and you'll know if you're in His will or not. You'll know if you're going the right right way because going in his will is a much better life than the life of our own design and our own decisions because we don't know what is best for us and he does i want to share with you a couple natural laws that god has set up to govern life and he set these up just like gravity we've got gravity and when we flush the commode water don't run up our backside it doesn't do that it flushes every time for every body and it goes down unless you use too much TP. This is a solid law that affects everyone. Well, the same with these laws that govern our lives. I could have called this episode, karma is a blessing instead, because this is a biblical principle and it's a law that God set up. You see, he said from scripture, we reap what we sow. Jesus himself said a good tree won't bring forth bad fruit a bad tree won't bring forth good fruit. When you send it out, now the world will say vibration. However it's defined for you, if you vibe it out and it's bad, you're going to get it back bad. When you are ugly to people, mean to people, then people's going to be ugly to you and mean to you. If you want people to smile at you, you smile at them. I'll give you an example of this. Last week, I was down in Birmingham. This is a funny story. I was with my daughter, and she was taking me to doctor's appointments. I had specialist appointments all week last week. We were following a police car on a one-way street, but it was actually a two-way street. Well, she just goes in the wrong lane and pulls up beside the police officer. police officer starts panicking, and he said, Row your window down. So I rolled the window down. He said, you're in the wrong lane. She said, I know, help me. He said, you didn't need any help when you pulled in the wrong lane. But then he turned his siren on and blocked the intersection and let us turn left from the wrong lane and go on. A few minutes after that, she told me that not long ago, One of her friends had done the exact same thing, and she made fun of them, and she laughed at them, and it come back to her. Now, it may be quick and noticeable like that, or it may be slow, and you don't even correlate and put the two together, but whatever you put out, you're going to get back. That's a biblical law that comes from God, and it's going to happen. Now, here's the big one that I want to tell you about, and it is about manifestation, and I have... I've saw so many videos that says. Christians should never manifest. And I just scratch my head when I hear people say that, because this is a natural law that God set up, just like all of the other laws. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west as the earth rotates the sun. That happens every day. And it happens because God set it up that way. We don't go around taking credit for gravity. We don't say, hey, look what I done today. I stayed on the ground all day. We can't take credit for that. We didn't set that up. Neither can we take credit when we manifest amazing things. When you start learning this, I don't know if you've ever been introduced to it before. When you start creating your future, you start creating the things that will come in your future and become reality, it is absolutely amazing, this law that God set up. It's really faith. And here's the definition of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Think about that for a second. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, I was first introduced to this a long time ago, probably 35 years ago. There was a guy that was partners with the mentor I mentioned last week, and he was in South Alabama running a plant, and we had another plant in North Georgia, and he would commute often back and forth. Well, he would always listen to this same book on cassette tape, always every trip until one day he took the book on cassette and just gave it to me. And when he gave it to me, I listened to it. That started a whole lot of study and other books. And this concept of manifesting the things that we want in our future, that is based on scripture. Jesus gave us the secret to it. This is a biblical principle, but The rest of the world has figured it out. For some reason, we don't teach it. We don't tell people about how to do this and why it works. Like I said, I've had so many people say Christians should never manifest anything because then they're going to claim credit for it and think they're God. And they're going to start walking in the idea that they are indeed God. And that just makes no sense to me because you are manifest every one of us is manifesting our future, whether we realize it or not. It's kind of like people that say, I'm not on a diet. I'm never going to be on a diet. The first three letters of the word diet is die. And so I'm not going to be on a diet. Guess what? Every human being alive, is on a diet. Now, your diet may just be whatever you want to eat, and that's fine. Your diet may be for a particular purpose. It may be to gain muscle or lose weight or treat a illness. Whatever you eat will produce results. You have the freedom to choose. Whether you think you're on a diet or not, you're on a diet. It may be 12 pizzas a day, and if that's what you want to do, you have the freedom to do that that's your diet. The same is true with manifesting. If we don't purposefully manifest the things in our future, our goals that we write down, our vision, the Bible says without a vision, my people perish. So we want to make sure we got a vision for the future and make sure it lines up with God's will and go in that direction and achieve amazing things. It's absolutely possible for us to do. That book that I got from this man was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's sold millions of copies over the years. There's some other great ones like Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, Andrew Carnegie's The Power of Positive Thinking. Here's one that is amazing you can take in in short order. It's a small book. It was released in 1903. It's As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. That's a real good one on the subject. A few years ago, the movie come out, The Secret. And it's all about manifesting things in our life. Anybody who's put enough effort into the subject to study it, even if they're a believer, they're not going to say it doesn't work. Because of course it works. It works whether you are purposefully designing your future or haphazardly designing your future. It's going to happen anyway. So we might as well drive that bus. And we can ask Jesus for some amazing things. He said that our joy may be full. Ask of Him that our joy may be full. And so we got this list of things that will make us happy. The important thing is to make sure it lines up with His will for our lives and then go design an amazing future for yourself. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of work that you have to put into it. There's some reprogramming that will probably have to take place if you've never studied it before. But when you get Get a hold of it and start studying it and you start seeing the examples that are out there. I saw one time Jim Carrey said that he wrote himself a check for $10 million for acting services rendered and he put a date on that check and right before the due date he got a check for 10 million dollars now i don't believe that is coincidence i believe that was manifestation working i really like steve harvey steve harvey's an expert at this look at some of his videos on youtube and listen to him teach this concept of vision boards and writing it down and designing your own future when he was just a a kid he was told in a classroom to put down on a piece of paper what he wanted in his future and he put he wanted to be on tv he got in all kind of trouble over it the teacher sent a note home because she said he was not being realistic that nobody from that area had ever been on tv and he couldn't accomplish that he goes on to tell the rest of the story but he says he's on five channels And you can't hardly turn your TV on without seeing Steve Harvey. He also said he buys this teacher a TV every year at Christmas. And if you listen to him explain it, he says that he don't know but a few scriptures, but the ones that he knows, he mastered. And so he understands writing it down, having a vision. He understands asking for those things that'll give us joy in our life. He understands these biblical. Principles and he applies them to his life, and he has achieved a great deal. And he gives God the glory. That's what we need to do if we are believers and we're manifesting an amazing future. We just give him the glory for it and realize that he established this law and it works because he established it. So now I'm going to go ahead and give you the secret. Volumes of books have been written on the secret. So what is the secret in order to obtain whatever we want in our future? Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 21, verse number 22. And I will just read you the entire verse and then give you the context of what he was talking about. The Bible says in Matthew 21:22, And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now the key and the secret is believing. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In this chapter, Jesus had stayed at Bethany the night before and he's headed back to Jerusalem and he curses a fig tree and it withers up right away. And his disciples are amazed as they've been amazed as he's done so many miracles. And he begins to tell them, That if you believe, then it'll happen. If there's no doubting, he said in this same chapter, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed and you say to the mountain, move, the mountain will move. And we got some mountains in our lives sometimes that need to get out of the way. And with faith, you can get that mountain move and you have to believe. The problem with us and why this is a process and it's not just say it and it comes so, it is a process of lining up our faith and our belief system with the actual goals and we believe it as if we already have it. And we have that emotional attachment to the belief and that moves things in the direction of achieving these things. Now, our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, these things play a big role in it, and it'll take a lot of study on your behalf. But hey, If you're going to study something and you want to achieve some amazing things, you can absolutely do it with this. The experts say that our subconscious mind is programmed by the age of six. And sometimes we don't even know that we're sabotaging ourselves. Maybe you were bullied as a child, or maybe you didn't have parents that instilled into you the idea that we can believe and we can accomplish major things in life. And because of that, you've been programmed a certain way, and our subconscious mind is very strong-willed. And so we have to be able to write over this and change this. It always bugs me. One of my pet peeves is when we hear somebody say something negative about themselves. They'll say, I'm dumb or something like that. And that's just writing on your subconscious mind. There is power in our words to create and there's life in the tongue. So we have to be careful what we say and how we say what we say about ourselves. This will be a lifelong study for you. If you do nothing else, go to YouTube, watch a 28-minute, I believe it is, a 28-minute video of The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Most of all your secular books, I'm going to say 90% of them, will give credit to scripture, or they'll use Bible verses regarding faith, and then some of them won't. But you know, if you're a believer, that God set up the parameters of life, and this natural law will work every time you use it. And so why would we not want to use it and purposefully get those things in life that we want to get, if we don't purposefully do it? then those weeds grow in the garden and choke out that life that we have for ourselves. And when we choke out that wonderful life, then we end up with the situations that's not so pleasant or not so enjoyable. I know that we don't want to love money so much that it rules us. So we don't want to do those kind of things. And we want to be careful if we are believers to line up the things that we ask for, the things we fill our vision board up with, the goals we pin down for 2024. We want to make sure all of these things line up with God's will, and it'll be the greatest life you can imagine. I'm working on these things myself. I'm working on my vision board and my goals for next year and the things that I want to accomplish and the things at my vocation, my job, the things that I want to be able to do. And see those things come to reality. I also want things for the podcast, and I want to work on this and see. Great things happen and reach a lot of people with it and see positive results. And I believe that it won't return void. That's scripture. I'm putting it out from a good heart to do the right thing and it's going to produce good because that's the attitude behind the podcast. I hope you've at least gotten interested a little bit because remember, just like a diet, you're on a diet, whether it's Purposefully or not, whatever you eat, there's going to be result. Whatever you believe, there's going to be result, be it good and bad. Let karma be a blessing to you and let it be the thing that leads you into getting back a lot of those things that you give out. And believe by faith in the things that line up with God's will so you can have a future that maybe you can't believe right now. But as you adjust your belief system, these things will come to pass. This should be taught in Sunday school. This should be what we teach our young children that they can accomplish anything, but most people don't even have a goal written down. Most people don't even have an idea of a vision for the future of their life. We're just going through day by day. I hope that I've at least sparked enough interest that you'll follow up on a few of these things. Maybe listen to Earl Nightingale. Maybe take in that short book, As a Man Thinketh. You know, the title of that book, released in 1903, came from Proverbs. The wisest man that ever lived said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That was King Solomon in Proverbs. So we got the biblical basis of this being a natural law. It'll work for you and you give God the glory and watch things happen and you can achieve whatever you can believe. I love the saying, don't know who to give give it credit to or I give credit right here but if you can hold it in your mind you can hold it in your hand and that's absolutely true and I hope that you'll follow up on some of these things and you'll study it out and maybe you will decide that you want to live that life purposefully and accomplish a lot of those great things. Again, thank you for listening. Wow, seven episodes already. If you would like to be interviewed, and I'm still working, need some more equipment, got to do a few things before I'm ready to start doing those video interviews. I'm hoping I get rid of these glasses at least temporarily very soon. They're supposed to put a Botox injection in the nerve of my left eye and hopefully the doctor puts the right amount of Botox in there that it does away with the double vision and I don't have to have these crazy looking glasses and I can begin doing video interviews. If you'd be interested in doing an interview with me, just email me, you know, all your questions, concerns, and comments. They're always welcome on email as well at neverjudgepodcast at gmail.com. I'm sure that I would love to interview you. And I want to tell you this, maybe nobody's told you today, I love you. And I mean that from my heart and I hope you have a blessed week. God bless. Look forward to another episode next week.